welcome to another episode of Words of Heart. In today's episode, we have the privilege of speaking to Drew Rabidou. Rabidou. Yes. Thank you for joining us today. Thanks for having me. It's great to be here to have a conversation with you. Awesome. So, Drew, if you could tell my listeners a bit about yourself and your work as a therapist and how you've been affected by the virus in any way, that would be great. Sure. So, I am a licensed clinical social worker in New York City. Um, I primarily work with women who have struggles in terms of with uh, relationships and setting boundaries, Um, but also because my life was so impacted by COVID and continues to be impacted by COVID, I um, also am available to work with people who have been impacted by COVID, long haulers, which is folks that continue to suffer with Um, symptoms even after having COVID. Um, So that's just a little bit about what I do. Interesting. Um, I'm trying to think because I don't ask a lot of questions. Um, So you mentioned you help people who um, during this crazy pandemic. um, Do you have any tips or suggestions or therapeutic methods that help people deal with the pandemic because it can be really draining um, yes it is it feels like now that we're on the one year mark right of sort of being deeply into this pandemic and having to isolate and sort of change our lives a lot it's getting hard for a lot of folks so I guess the first thing I would say is that if you are not feeling like yourself or you're a little bit more irritable or you, you know, just can't kind of figure out what's wrong. Um, it's very possible that it has to do with this is an unprecedented um, experience that we're having. And we just sort of all need to give ourselves a little bit of grace. Uh, what's really helped me and I think a lot of my clients is to really maintain a separation between work and home stuff or personal stuff because it's so easy to overwork if you're at home um, you know because you're doing both in the place where you're supposed to feel most comfortable so a lot of times you know it's helpful to know that there's other people experiencing the same things and not to be hard on yourself and also make sure to do something that creates a space for you every day. So I have my morning routine. I get up before everybody gets up for the day and I do breathing exercises and listen to inspiring podcasts like this one um, or, you know, kind of do things that lift my spirit. So that would be my recommendation for people is to get some sort of routine that makes you feel good so just to develop some type of healthy routine so um you wouldn't recommend them resorting to social media although technology has been beneficial Mm. it can also be um it doesn't help with one's self-esteem especially when we're quarantined 
Yes. It can also be very triggering for people. It's amazing how this introduction of social media over the past, you know, decade has really changed um, people's struggles. Uh, there And now we have this sort of different layer of watching people not abiding by the rules or not quarantining, not wearing masks and sort of folks feeling like, oh my goodness, you know, how could this person not be concerned about coronavirus or I'm going to be stuck in this quarantine forever because of people like this. It can be become very triggering and also sort of can evoke some envy as well of seeing people going upon their, you know, going on with their normal lives and sort of not um, taking what's going on into consideration. So it can be triggering in a lot of ways. Right. Um, You mentioned um, some ways you've helped um, your mental state and helped your clients. Um, Can you share more tips as far as waking up early Mm -hmm. and um, listening to podcasts? Can you um, talk about any other suggestions or ways that may help someone? I mean, therapy. Therapy is really important to have somebody that you touch base with once a week that's, you know, very objective about your situation. You could sort of vent and get some feedback is really super helpful. And especially with the availability of telehealth at this point. Um, it's available, you know, people have more access to therapy than they probably ever did. So it's really important to give yourself some space to do things that make you feel better, like therapy or going outside and taking a walk. It's so easy. I don't know if you've had that experience, but just being shut in the house is really difficult. And just to take a little walk around the block or get out and move your body can really just change the trajectory of your day. So it's really important to pay attention to things that sort of lift your spirit a little bit, which is where my morning routine comes in, where listening to podcasts come in. Um, Those are the things that bring me joy, but everyone needs to find things that also make them happy as well. Right. And I have um, taken advantage of finding things that bring me joy. Um, For instance, um, apart from this podcast that we Mm -hmm. are on right now, I also write poetry, which Mm. writing um, helped. Writing is a good construct for many people who aren't really good at expressing their emotions, if Mm -hmm. you're like myself. So Mm -hmm. writing, poetry, and just getting out all my anxiety and insecurities out onto a piece of paper which may not seem like much but it's actually really it's a breath of fresh air really just Mm -hmm. to have it out and not inside my mental state if that makes sense yes it does it definitely makes sense I don't know if you've ever heard of this book called The Artist's Way by Julia Cameron. It's been out for many, many years. Um, But basically what it is, is you do morning pages, which is when you get up in the morning, 
you write for half an hour without stopping. It doesn't have to be anything specific. It's just a way to get everything out onto paper. And it leads to this amazing creative process. There have been playwrights that have written some of their best plays after doing the um, process of morning pages. So what you're saying is absolutely true for many people. If you just get that out in the morning, it alleviates the the bo- getting bogged down throughout the day with with the things that you sort of are able to place in in a certain um, activity in the morning so that they're not there all day. Interesting. Um, yeah. no, I've never heard of her until now, so I will definitely have to look her up because I can find that to be really, really useful, and I'm sure many others would as well because the best way to start your day is pretty much in the morning. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. Even though I'm sure many people would disagree, but... (laughs) (laughs) If they're not morning people, right? Right. (laughs) Well, morning could be even at 11 o'clock if that works for you. You know, I mean, I'm a mom with two kids, so I have to get up early enough to get up before them. But for someone who doesn't have kids and likes to sleep late, the morning can start whatever time you want. Okay. <laughs> um, we all definitely need to be getting our sleep as well, right? Right. Um, it's not easy. Sleep is definitely um, a f- crucial factor. Um, even yeah. though we seem like we have all the time in the world, um, people may tend to go overboard with that and not get the proper sleep that's required which yeah sleep does play a factor um to our mental and physical state as well definitely I mean if you are not well rested I was I talk to my clients about this all the time if you have an empty pitcher you can't pour anything into the other glasses right so if you aren't taking care of yourself how could you possibly take care of others or have anything to be able to bring to other places if you are not taking care of so sleep is like the bare minimum um but it can be really hard because along with the pandemic brings a lot of anxiety i think therapists are slammed um and we're seeing a lot of anxiety in people that never had any before Um, And, you know, not sleeping definitely um, contributes to additional anxiety. So it's really a problem and hard to get out of sometimes. Right. So I do have this fun icebreaker question for you, um, which I asked all my guests, which apparently if you've heard my podcast, you're already familiar with this Mm -hmm. question, possibly. If you could have one superpower mm, that's not writing, I have to take mm-hmm. the superpower you already have away, that's not writing, what mm-hmm. would it be? I think my superpower would be to, have you ever seen the, the Green Mile? Um, no. It's, it's, it's an excellent movie about, it's the setting is many 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 years ago but there's this guy that ends up in jail 
Um, and his his superpower is to take sickness out of people and then sort of get rid of it. So he went to jail because they found him trying to bring these little girls back to life, but he got blamed for killing them, even though he didn't. He was trying to bring them back to life. So if I could be a superpower that would be able to take away people's suffering, that would be so fulfilling to me. Oh, that's a good superpower. And yeah. it doesn't involve travel, which many people have answered with anything <laughs> people miss traveling. <laughs> but um, other people can find innovative ways to travel. You can go to the park, mm-hmm. the beach. Yes, all of those things. So travel, you can travel and you just have to do it smart. Right. That makes sense. Yes. Or take a walk around Mm -hmm. your neighborhood as you suggested earlier yeah definitely it's so important to get that different perspective just from stepping outside the door getting fresh air having some vitamin d from the sun which many of us are lacking at this point um and so yeah it's really important to get outside and get into nature which also can help you be more mindful as well And that's also really helpful when you feel anxious is to sort of ground yourself, to bring yourself back into the present, which is super important. Yes, um, I do find um, whenever I am outside or just simply chilling by the pool, which I'm sure is a typical answer, but um, I find when I'm actually outside, that's usually when my um, creative muse for my poetry comes alive. Mm. Because nature, me and nature have a good connection on an emotional <laughs> level. So I don't yeah. know how people feel about nature, but... It really helps. Know. Yeah. I mean, it definitely, it's been proven to help many people just to be able to get fresh air. Um, And of course, we're all spending much more time inside than we probably ever have. So it's important to, you know, go outside and, and change the scenery a little bit to remind you that there's other things that are going on just besides the pandemic. Right. So important. And um, at least for me, um, it's been really important to sort of step into mindfulness. And I'm sure you can um, empathize because of having finding out that you had diabetes. And it just sort of, since being sick with coronavirus and almost dying, um, it's really given me a perspective of having to you know I have two choices I can either be afraid of everything and not do anything um and not have a very happy life that way right or I can think this is it you only get one life You might as well enjoy it, do the things you want to do safely, of course, and really sort of step into life a little bit more. And so that's been super important. And I bet for lots of people um, who are 
dealing with um, losing loved ones, having coronavirus themselves. And, you know, just to be able to remember that there, you know, there are still things that are going on. And if you don't pay attention, you're missing your life. And that's, that's super important to remember. That is very important to remember. And you've said that beautifully. Um, it's, it, I learned it. <laughs> I learned it firsthand. So, you know, it's, it, isn't it something though, when you have a chronic illness, because now I have all of these health complications that I never really had before coronavirus. And I'm sure you can empathize that, you know, it totally changes everything. Totally changes everything. It definitely, yeah, yeah, I can, I can um, empathize with you on that. It definitely does change um, everything. Um, The last thing I expected was to be diagnosed in the midst of this pandemic yeah um, uh that's definitely something i wouldn't wish upon anyone whatsoever because yeah it's one thing to worry because the thing is um many people don't have that much knowledge on diabetes but mm-hmm. if i hadn't been diagnosed when i did i could have died yeah um which is real tragic so um when you put it when you keep the thought of hey you could have died but you didn't in the back of your mind and then we're in the midst of a virus that can possibly kill you because you yeah. didn't have the vaccine yet you're right. like yeah, I don't want to wind up in the hospital and be on the brink of death again so yes <laughs> that definitely doesn't help well well it doesn't help well with my psyche at all so it's a miracle that <laughs> I survived being um, diabetic for a year in the midst mm-hmm. of this pandemic because mm-hmm. I'm unfortunately part of that stati- statistical factor. But um, yeah, as you said, um, I could have saw it negatively mm-hmm. and gone through a spiraling world of depression, mm-hmm. or I could have seen it as, hey, I'm still here. I mm-hmm. there's a I didn't have to still be here, but God gave me another chance to live my life. So let me live it. And that's exactly what I've been doing. Good for you. It's, it's hard to do that though, for some people, because, you know, if you have to really be on top of your health condition, it's, it's hard, you know, it's a constant reminder when you have to watch what you're eating or you have to, um, for me, it was having a hard time to breathe. Um, and, and that's still a problem for me a year later. Um, and that is, you know, I took for granted so much like being able to breathe. And now when I have these you know, bouts of having a difficult time to breathe, I miss being able to breathe without even thinking about it. I mean, there's just things that you don't even think that you're going to appreciate until they're not available to you anymore. Right. It's really something. I feel like with, because of this pandemic, which is really unfortunate, obviously, 
but it really did make the world like forced to stop and actually mm-hmm. reassess their priorities and values because we really Absolutely. didn't have a choice <laughs> we, right we, we, we can't do what we normally do you have to just reevaluate pretty much everything and just it really opens people's eyes to what's truly truly important and also that nobody wants to go through this alone so thank goodness for technology and it's helping powers with that Mm -hmm. so definitely thank goodness there i mean can you imagine the people with the spanish flu you know, a hundred years ago that had no way to communicate with people because there wasn't Zoom. I mean, that must have been really hard for folks to feel connected when you're so isolated. It's really difficult. Even just, you know, older folks that weren't able to see their grandchildren, um, were not able to visit with family members it's just so so isolating for many people and not even to mention people who have lost loved ones because of this you know very strange virus that came and dominated all of our lives it's really there's so much that's involved in you know sort of everything that's happened in the past year to get a handle on what happened and where do we go now really it's really a lot well drew um as much as i'm enjoying this conversation um we have to wrap it up um do you have any social plugins um for where people can find you that you want to tie into the show real quick before we wrap up definitely so my name is Drew Rabadou, and my website is www.counselingwithdrew.com. Again, I'm in, I am licensed in New York and in Texas, so um, I can see folks via telehealth. Thank goodness that's available. Um, and, you know, it's a pleasure to work with folks who might be long haulers um, or with a chronic illness. Um, You know, it's nice to be able to work with a therapist who understands intimately what that's like. And I enjoy very much working with people like that. So that, that's my plug. (laughs) Well, thank you for joining me today, Drew. This was a really great conversation and I'm really certain that someone's going to resonate from our conversation great well thanks so much for having me (laughs) and to all my listeners um stay safe stay healthy um reach out don't hesitate to reach out if you need someone to talk to and until next time Thank you for listening to the latest episode of Words of Heart. If you would like to leave a rating slash review or voice message of your thoughts on this latest episode or any episode for that matter, please do not hesitate to do so. You can leave me a voice message right here on Anchor. 
And if you would like to leave a review slash rating, you are welcome to do so on Apple Podcasts. You can find my podcast anywhere you listen to podcasts. Pandora, iHeartRadio, Spotify, Amazon Music, Podchaser, to name a few. My podcast is literally everywhere you listen to podcasts. Also, if you would like to speak to your heart warrior, that would be me, on a regular basis, you can reach out to me through Twitter. My Twitter handle is heartwarrior24. Again, it is heartwarrior24. So please do not hesitate to reach out to me with whatever is on your mind or just to simply chat. As always, I am here for you. In addition, I've also started integrating videos into my podcast. For those videos and more, you can follow me on my Facebook page, Words of Heart Podcast. Again, my Facebook page is called Words of Heart Podcast. So if you would like to know more about my podcast or anything pertaining to my podcast, feel free to like and subscribe to my page. And as always, I hope you guys are staying healthy and safe. And if you ever need anything or ever want anyone to talk to, I am here for you.